0: This is a Foobar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.
1: Access all areas on Foobar Radio.
2: That was a shock. Oh. <laughs> well, we need to sort that out. Hello, welcome to Access All Areas uh, with me, Stephen Lang, and a very special guest host this evening. Hello, Chloe Meadows.
0: Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm excited to be here.
2: Howie's very own. Is that Tawi's fine? Very own. Is that fine to say?
0: It is. It is.
2: Yeah. How are you?
0: I'm good. Really, really good.
2: What's been going on?
0: Um, just been in Malaysia, which I know I was just saying to some of the guys out there. Everyone's kind of worried about. The whole corona thing the
2: corona thing that corona I mean, vibe
0: yeah i'm two weeks back and i have no symptoms guys well so that is a positive i promise what's it I'm like healthy. out there do you know what we were out there and every time you go to a bar or a restaurant or check into a hotel they take your temperature they have like a uh, like a thing that you they put on your head and if your temperature's over a certain amount they don't let you in so they don't let you in the bars the restaurants really? yeah and it's just
2: hot out there anyway so i uh... know
0: that me and my boyfriend said that we've thought mm what if we're just hot but no and there was a couple of screening things as well and as we were in the airport we had to walk through a few like thermocams and all kind of crazy we stuff. scared um no not really because we did so much research while we were out there and in malaysia they've really kind of got hold of it there was actually less people in malaysia that uh, were confirmed cases uh, while we were there compared to england so right. there was less there than england so we were just sort of like no we're cool we're still gonna go
2: so you're not you haven't you weren't walking around with the masks on and the uh, no. special gloves and... i mean
0: i've heard really mixed things i've got a couple of friends that are nurses and they're just saying that these masks really I'm don't do anything. anything. Yeah.
2: it's a bit pointless. <laughs> yeah, like I'm getting the tube in every day to work, and there's more and more people wearing the masks. First of all, I'm, where the hell are you getting these masks I from? Know. Because they have sold out everywhere.
0: Well, I know. Apparently, the NHS have got like a shortage as yeah. well. This is what my friends are saying. They can't get hand sanitizer or the masks, which so is terrible.
2: You know, people need to be thinking yeah. about these things. But also, uh, yeah, it's not actually doing what you think it's doing. No, i I'm, I work in a. I work in an office uh, that. Uh, they're starting to trial home working from next week. In the anticipation yeah. that in about a fortnight, everyone will be home working. Everyone will be
0: at home. Yeah, this is the same as my boyfriend. He works. You know, in the city, and they've been buying computer screens for everyone to work at home as of you know next week or the week after. So, I mean, it's crazy. I feel like the world's going crazy. There a is bit. a real
2: like weird energy, yeah, isn't there? That's I've, why I've, I've got a wine with me tonight because I've just had enough. You need to chill out. I need to bloody chill out. I've been in meetings all day, just like what are we going to do? What's and I'm happening? like, well, we'll just we'll, uh, we'll put the magazine together. It's, we'll, it will work. We will manage yeah. it. But then they're like, what if no one's buying the magazines because they can't leave the house? No one
0: can leave the house. I'm going to have to order them in. Yeah, it's all all
2: just a very weird vibe at the moment. I'm just not sure
0: if I should be scared or if I, you know, or if it's just all just gone a bit crazy for no reason. I'm just not really sure what to think. I sort of go in and out of it.
2: I totally agree. But I also think when you look at the numbers and put it in perspective, it's something like. 480 people or something have had it. Yeah. It's a population of 70 million people in this yeah. country and only 10 people have died. There will be more people that have died from...
0: The flu. The,
2: the normal flu. Yeah. Uh, I
0: actually read a fact the other day that more people in the UK a year die from falling down the stairs than they have of coronavirus <laughs> so far. So let's
2: just avoid the stairs. Yeah, let's <laughs>
0: just avoid the stairs. Also, I read <laughs> some stats and it was like the highest percentage of dying is 14% and that's if you're over 80. yeah so i mean if so you're it's very you would
2: be very unlucky to be a person under 50 unlucky. who is having to deal with the very well probably under even under 60 under 70 um yeah there's been there isn't just coronavirus going on in the world there is other things
0: there are other things more positive things more
2: positive things so you have been involved in Thai for what now three four years longer than
0: that four years, four Listen, years. i'm going into my fifth year which Woo. is kind of scary
2: what's it like now compared to when you first started
0: it's so different, really. So so different. Yeah, I mean, they don't do
2: as many series as they did. Back no, either,
0: either. Uh, no. We used to do three series a year. Now we only do two, and we used to do two eps a week as well. But now we only do one ep a week. Which but is but they're nicer slightly for longer guys. series, right? Like slightly longer series. Yeah. yeah. I think we just kind of we used to have one in the middle of the year, and then when sort of Love Island became a huge thing, there was no point in us putting it on. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Then so we sort of worked around love island and have one at the beginning of the year one at the end of the year
2: and now coming up this year is the 10th anniversary
0: it is yeah the august series will be the 10th anniversary who's
2: involved that you know of do
0: you know what everyone keeps asking me this and i really have no gossip i keep begging (laughs) i keep (laughs) begging the producers to tell me but they love to spring things on us and make it make it a surprise for us as well so i keep begging i keep asking what we're gonna do and i know that they have like a few ideas of You know, uh, maybe some sort of, like, returning people. There's been lots of rumours about people returning. I mean, it would be great if we could get, like, Mark Wright, Joey Essex, Amy Charles, like, all of the old-school Towie lot. Like, even for me, I'd probably fangirl a little bit. Like, that would be really cool.
2: But it must be a bit weird for you because you are the show now and they are not. Is there a bit of worry (laughs) that, like, they're going to steal the limelight? No.
0: No, I don't think that they... (sighs) I'm not sure any of them would want to come back full time.
2: True, maybe. So, yeah. So, I,
0: I don't. I mean, I quite like them to come back. Do you know any of them back.
2: separately, like, or is it like? I've
0: met them all. Actually, Amy Childs is the only one that I've actually. I don't think I've ever met Amy Childs, but yeah, Mark met Mark, Joey. Yeah, I know. I've met them all through. I feel like you're kind of like a family, probably, like yeah, my yeah, show. Yeah, so yeah. as soon as you meet people, even though you don't know them, everyone's like, "Hey, yeah, super yeah, friendly." Yeah. So and all like you know share stories of the show and crazy things that have happened is
2: that going to be the next series or is there going to be one before that
0: um, there's one before the 10th so we start filming the new one in about two weeks I think it is oh okay um, that's going to
2: be a coronavirus special then, isn't it, it is going to be
0: a coronavirus <laughs> special we actually had to cancel our trip to Tenerife because of oh, coronavirus shit. really yeah. was that the plan to get yeah, to yeah we were going to Tenerife and then there was a big outbreak yeah, in Tenerife was, yeah. wasn't there so so yeah, so we can't go. So supposedly it's been pushed back, but I mean, I don't know how long this is going to go on for. You can so. go on a
2: staycation somewhere. Go to yeah. the Norfolk Broad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm sure that will end up happening. Somewhere like that, we'll get a big old scary house. They always, it's how we love hiring like a massive haunted house and making us all stay in it. It's yeah, really I, was, scary.
2: I was, do you not like it? No. I've seen, I've seen some of that before. It's like, you're, was it Wales or something? And there was one, oh, and God. it was like the biggest old scary mansion. We are
0: always in the creepiest houses. Honestly, like
2: but they probably just want they want to see your reaction. Yeah. To being in these real old ancient yeah. spaces.
0: Oh, scary. <laughs>
2: um, so, when's that out? Do you know?
0: Um, when does the new series air? Yeah. Um, so, if we start filming in about two weeks, it's probably about two weeks after that. So, probably about four weeks, roughly. I don't know an exact date, but okay, fine. roughly it should be something like that. Well,
2: that's very exciting. Yeah. Do you still get excited about it? Um, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hesitated too long. <laughs> no, I can't get out of it. Um, I. I do. get nervous because you. I do get nervous. Yeah, I do get nervous. Like you know, being around a group of such big personalities all the time is, you just end up sometimes walking on eggshells a little bit. You never know when someone's going to have a problem with you or you're going to rub someone up the wrong way or, you know. And to be on a show like Towie, you know, you have to have an opinion on things. Yeah. You have to talk about things. Otherwise, there'd be no, no show. And that always seems to upset people. So, um. Yeah, I can honestly say that before I was on TOWIE, I'd never had an argument with anyone bar my brother. Like, I used to have crazy arguments with my brother, but before that, like, I always just kind of coasted through life, and so TOWIE's taught me anything. It's taught me how to, like, hold my own in an argument.
2: I bet. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with you now.
0: Well, (laughs) I wouldn't go that far, but...
2: (laughs) No, but I mean, like you said, it does like at least teach you how to, yeah, stand yeah, your ground. To,
0: yeah, stick up for myself. I used to just cry if people started on me. When I honestly, because <laughs> well, it's all a these shock, clips. isn't
2: it? People shouting at yeah. you, like it's. Just, you know, like... There's this
0: awful clip on YouTube that people send me all the time, and it was in my first series. And I think I just had an argument with Kate Wright over. It, it was like when Kate Wright was with Dan Edgar um feels
2: like a and, very long and, oh my line, God, feels like a time, time ago now she's
0: married to Rio Ferdinand you know she's <laughs> moved on from that and yeah. I remember she um had this idea in her head that uh, you know I I don't know I'd got it on with Dan or something and um, which was so untrue and then there's this clip of me and I thought that we'd finish filming and they they turned the camera and filmed me up at the sugar hut I'd run away and I was going I feel like I'm begging for friends nobody likes me it's like the most pathetic clip you've ever seen and Were people you a bit send drunk? it to me I don't even think I was drunk. I think I was just so upset. Really upset. Like, I was like, I, it just felt like nobody liked me when I first went on the show and I just never felt like that in my life. I was always like, kind of like a liked person like through school Not and anymore. Stuff. Not anymore. <laughs> like I'm crashing down when you go on TOWIE. Well,
2: thankfully you've got friends on there now. So everything's all well and good. Um, we do have... Uh, an impressive lineup of guests uh, yes. this evening. We have a day dating co-host Paul Branson, who's going to be in the studio but it's now no longer because of the coronavirus. Of the We're all going to die from it but he's going to be fine <laughs> on the phone from home. We also have Dr Kristen Jessen who's actually going to be quite interesting to talk to.
0: I know, I really want to ask him about Yeah, <laughs> got, I've got questions,
2: please. Um, and then we also have Jess Gale from uh, Love Island uh, in. Yeah, So exciting. let's play a little tune and then hopefully we can get Paul on the
3: phone.
0: I love Kylie. Do you? Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, I love Kylie. I lived in Australia for a few years, so I feel like I'm kind of like connected to her in some way. I saw a drag queen way. on
2: Saturday night who said that she hated Kylie and she couldn't sing. I was like, what kind of travesty oh, yeah, what is kind this? Yeah, drag queen are you? <laughs> yeah, but then went into Kylie medley anyway, so there you go. Uh, we have our first guest on the line. It's Paul Brunson from Selesko Dating. Hello. No, he's not there. He is not there. We're going to try calling him back.
0: Where's he gone?
2: Oh, everything's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's nearly here. Okay,
2: we'll put a little song on. Uh, I'll find a short one. And then we'll get him on.
0: Lovely.
4: They know what is what, but they don't know what is what. They just strut. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) So... I either that was cut a him nice off, fade out. or yeah, I did well there, didn't I? <laughs> We've actually cut that case for Perry's song like a bit short because Paul should now be on the phone. Paul, hello. Was it going to be okay? <laughs> I think it'll be all right. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. Are you okay?
3: Yeah, it's, I was like, what happened? I don't. You got you hung up that oh,
2: I think your signal's a little bit in and out too. Where are you at the minute? Yeah, you know, I'm actually central London. Oh, you're in central London. Okay, uh, well that's <laughs> that's no good, is it? Um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Man. I'm good. How, how are you guys doing? Try, trying to stay safe. Uh, yes, of course. Trying to trying to keep our hands clean and uh, do all the things we're supposed to <laughs> be do doing at the minute. Lots of
3: sanitiser. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Don't kiss anybody you don't know. Well, that may happen from time to time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, explain a bit about what's going on with celebs go dating this year. It seems to be picking up a lot of uh, a lot of press.
3: Oh man, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, uh, I gotta say, I love I love everybody on it. Uh, I know, uh, Chloe, you're, you're on the, you're down with the TOWIE crew, Our yeah. man in Lockie. I in am. All-
0: I wanted uh, to ask you how, how much, uh, how well is Lockie behaving? Because, I mean, you know, he has a tendency to not behave himself, uh-huh. so. I,
3: I, gotta tell you this. Honestly, I hated Lockie at first. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I feel like he, 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 does that to a lot of people. In yeah, the beginning.
3: I told him, I, you know, honestly, I don't like, uh but within two, three days, I mean, it was one of these where he's one of my favourites, period. Oh,
2: I think yeah. He, How has he managed he, to turn it round?
3: Yeah, a huge part. I think you'll see a really good story out of him, especially next week.
2: Okay. I
0: hope so. Do you know what? I I love Lockie. He's some kind of, kind of like a brother, kind of. Maybe that's a bit strong, but kind of like a brother. And he is just, I just want him to, you know, to do well. And because I know he can sort of like rub people up the wrong way at times. Yeah. to time. So, but he's a good boy he's a nice boy and he's hilarious as well. I feel like some people don't know that about Lockie. He's so oh, funny to be around. Oh, oh
3: my God. You're right. And, and you know what the thing about being funny is if you were funny or smart, right? Yeah. And I don't think that he realized how intelligent he is. And he's really, really clever.
0: I mean, I feel like he would love that compliment. He would <laughs> lap that
3: up. Yeah, absolutely. If
0: he heard you say that, he would nonstop talk about it.
2: <laughs> well, he may hear it. You never know. Well, and uh, Alison Hammond's also been making a lot of headlines because it looks like she may have found love.
3: Oh man! Well, she found love with Anna last night. So she was she she came into the office and she wanted to practice her kissing. So she <laughs> decided to practice with Anna. And, uh, yeah.
1: Well, why, I,
2: why Allison, Yes. So this was clearly filmed a bit before coronavirus is taking over. <laughs> no, no, no kissing of, strange, exactly. of strangers. It was, it was now. Do you think it's Do you think it's for real? Who, who's that? Um, the, the, kiss? the kiss? No, 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 no. no. With, with um, Alison and um, I can't remember the Blake's name. The
3: guy's name. Oh, uh, Ben. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you you gotta That's ah, the, <laughs> don't got
2: to watch. They do this INC. to
3: me. Yeah, but, but let, let me tell you this honestly. I think we have biggest. I would call shock. Surprise ever in the history of the show next week. We go to the really? dim-
2: Oh, no. Ap- she's not going to find out it's, um... her, it's her brother or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a big shock.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> I hope it's not a bad shock. I hope it's a good shock.
3: It's, it's, uh, it's a shock. It's like this. It's such a shock that it even shocked production. And oh. production, wow. uh, you know, they called the network. It, there was a decision as to whether or not we would include it decided to
2: wow. include it. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. That's going to be
0: well, quite big. I'm glad a big. they're including it because now I'm very excited. Yeah,
3: now I'm more
2: invested. Well, that's it. That is exciting. How how did you personally become involved in the world of of celebs go dating?
3: Oh, man. Well, I, I came and there was a, a, a bit of an issue, I believe that that in, uh, <laughs> um, in series in the series. So I came in series 4. Yeah. Um, and at that time Nadia was still there. Nadia just had her baby today. So shout out she to her. Oh, yeah,
2: she did. I saw yeah, so, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've stayed Not, she, yeah, she's really cool, really cool. Uh, but then, she, you know, she left the show. Season four, uh, my girl Anna came in. Season five, me Anna and Tom have been rocking it since.
2: And and do you still enjoy it as much as you first did?
3: Oh man, I, quite honestly, it's you know I've been doing TV stuff for about ten years, mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorite projects.
2: Oh, that's, good to, that's good to know.
0: I ask, what is, is Tom like that all the time? Because honestly, <laughs> I love him so much. I feel like he's my spirit animal. But is he like that all the time? Is, is he always that happy and loving? And...
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, so here's the thing about Tom. The number one question is, Chloe, just as you asked, like, you like that all the time? And number two is, does he really talk like that? <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and number three is, is he always nice? And I want to say that Tom, everyone in London, Tom is my closest friend. Uh, and uh, like we plays together. My boys love him. And Tom is the most exceptional human being I have ever met next to my wife.
0: Oh my god, that makes me so happy. You know, I was never sure if it was like a character being hammed up for TV or if he was really like that. Like, I love even like the words he comes out with. He's so clever. He's very clever. Like, yeah. I literally end up like googling the words he's saying <laughs> and then trying to place it in my vocabulary somewhere. So yeah, yeah. You know,
3: I'm, the best conversations are actually off camera, just talking to Tom about anything. In our dressing room, me, Tom and Anna we just talk for hours.
2: Oh, I That's love good you. that you all get on so well.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're literally brother and sisters. Like. We, um, I mean, we're just chatting about uh, getting together uh, because we, I think what we do is we, we admire and respect each other, yeah. and what's really cool is that people say that that comes across the screen.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Paul, I have another question. I'm ready. Do you have any dating advice for our Stephen?
3: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready.
2: Not, I'm not very good. I'm not <laughs> very good at dating, as in I don't date at all, so go, go ahead. <laughs> the question, though, is do you want to date? Well, that is another question. Well, if
3: I did, I'd probably be
2: doing it, right? <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's, here's, here's like, the number one thing I'd say is that I think that there's a lot of people out here that just don't want to date in a committed way right now. They like casual, and they're not looking for anything serious. Yeah. But what if even the casual's not happening?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, there's then just a big nothing,
2: nothing space in my life.
0: Are you right, on well, dating
3: apps? Yeah, uh, yeah, I am
2: on the dating apps, but it's really no point.
3: I don't think. Yeah, but what, what, what about the gram though? I know you're using IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Instagram. Yeah, sliding
2: yeah.
0: into people's but, DMs.
2: I've I've slid into a few DMs Ooh. in my time. Yeah, I've had my DMs slid into myself <laughs> as well. Uh, but
3: you know, all right. Can I say this though? Chloe, you asked about the best. This is like the best undercover advice that I'll give. Mm-hmm. Is first. IG is the number one dating platform in the world, right? Really? Yeah, hands down. More dates happen from Instagram than any quote-unquote dating app. Oh, that is interesting. Wow. I didn't know that. Hmm.
0: Actually, now I- come to think of it, my I mean, I knew my boyfriend um, from when we were young and I always knew him uh, before we were together. But actually, the first time that we actually, just before we dated, he actually slid into my DMs. We already ah. followed each other. So, yeah, I See? guess so.
3: See? See? You know it. You know yeah. it. Now, now, now here's the thing, Stephen, this is for you. Okay. Instead of just sliding somebody's DMs, the yeah. most effective way, right, most effective way is to actually get an introduction. Okay. So, so let's say that, you know, and, and here's how you get the introduction. Let's say that you're on Chloe's IG, mm-hmm. right? You see somebody you like mm-hmm. who's commenting on one of her posts. Okay. Instead of sliding into their DM, you ask Chloe for the
0: introduction. Ah, that's a uh, good, that's that, not I, a yeah. bad
2: idea. I can see that, yeah.
0: I feel like that's kind of less creepy Connection. as well. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're just, they're, you mean then just sending a dick pic? Well,
0: I, yeah. <laughs> basically, I yeah. thought that's how it worked. <laughs> well, I just feel like sometimes it's probably quite hard for people to slide into each other's DMs because what do you, I mean, there's so many cheesy, corny lines there. Yeah, people... which
2: is actually, so I think Paul's got a good point there. Yeah. Is, uh, to ask for an introduction is a good idea.
0: Yeah, I yeah.
3: think so
2: too. Um, to win. You're, you're, uh, you're also doing a podcast day here.
3: Yeah, I'm doing a, a couple things I'm doing. I mean, one is I'm, I'm, I'm all about celebs.
2: Yes, of uh, course.
3: Uh, there's another show that I'm filming right now in the UK. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll be announcing that pretty soon. Oh, and cool. then So I've got a, a podcast that's dropping next week.
2: What's that? What's the podcast about?
3: The podcast is about exactly this. How to slide into the um, <laughs> Well, I'll be listening then.
0: <laughs> yeah, you need to tune in.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's, it's about all things in my life, like all the things that I do regarding dating, matchmaking. Uh, I'm also a business columnist in the U.S. I write for USA Today. Oh wow! On about, about entrepreneurship, so it's about all of those things and above.
2: Wow, that sounds great. What's yeah. it called?
3: It's called
2: Better People. Better with Paul. Well, that's pretty easy Amazing. to remember. I'll be checking it out. Thanks so much for speaking to us today, Paul. I really appreciate it. And sorry about the little uh, slip-up at the beginning. Not sure what happened
3: there. No, it's all good. So, Chloe, even you guys, stay safe. We okay. will.
0: We will. Thank you too. you. See
3: right, you later. Care. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: FUBAR Radio presents... Harriet Rose. Poppy Ajuda is here. Hello. You've got a headline show coming up at Earth. Well, yeah, I'm really excited. It's a couple of days after my birthday. Oh, so actually I'm actually rehearsing on my birthday, which is going to be stressful. So basically, it's a birthday party as well as a headline Ooh, show. Oh, I should advertise it that way. Maybe people will bring me presents. Put it out there, babe, because you never know what will happen. You might get some earphones. I might get a Ferrari. You, you might get know. an iPhone, mate. <laughs> you might get some perfume. You might get some weird stuff also. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably more likely to get weird, weird stuff. But let's face it.
4: <laughs> Harriet Rose, every Thursday from 4 p.m. Food Radio.
2: I believe we have our next guest on the line, the very handsome, very lovely Dr. Christian Jessen. Hello. You do?
4: How kind of you're you are? You're there. <laughs> Hello. I'm here. I'm here. How are you?
2: Good. Well, we're alive. We're in the studio. <laughs> we we are not uh, lying in our. in our we're not quarantined. We are not quarantined. <laughs> quarantined. <laughs> yeah, I bet you're getting a lot of questions about coronavirus at the moment
0: yeah I'm very excited to ask you questions <laughs> I am. No, I thought that might happen so I'm braced. I'm braced for it
2: <laughs> well yeah I mean it's obviously a bit of a weird one we were just saying uh, earlier on that I, I work in an office where people can uh, in my day job that can work from home and they're beginning now um, to start trialing stuff ahead of it possibly going into place like for a month or so in a couple of weeks what, yeah. what do you think the use of that kind of thing is? And, and do you agree with what Boris Johnson's been saying today, for instance, that we're going to delay closing schools and all that kind of thing?
4: I do agree with him. actually. I think it's an epidemic lived out more in the press than in reality. Really? That, I mean, if you think about flu, right, without getting too heavy, flu kills thousands every yes. single year. We've lost, how I many we lost?
2: Nine? Six, yeah, ten. Ten great. of this yeah. afternoon,
4: yeah. Now, I know that's tragic for those involved, but it's not exactly huge numbers, is it, compared to two, which
0: is no. awesome. And they so are also exactly. old or sick people as well. They've mm. not been any sort of, like, fit, healthy... No.
4: it doesn't people. affect mothers, it doesn't affect
0: pregnant women, children
4: Mm -hmm. so far as we know so why this massive panic so
0: do you think the press is sort of like scaremongering a little bit
4: totally totally i think it's a daily mail epidemic i don't think it's a it's a real well it's obviously a real epidemic but i think we're more worried than we need to be now i might have to eat my words and i really hope i don't but you (laughs) kind of think the same thing don't
2: you i mean i'm inclined to only because um well, I mean, there's been there's been these things before. I remember I remember swine flu was that about ten years ago,
4: but that was serious. Well, that was potentially more serious because it was really just this is like a bad cold, isn't it? Really?
2: Let's yeah.
0: Yeah. I have a friend that's um, a nurse. She works in an A and E in Essex, and she was saying she's actually. Um... You know, she actually has met someone that had coronavirus. She had her suit on and, you know, and they were confirmed. And she said, you know, are you OK? Like, how do you feel? And they said, yeah, I feel fine. I just feel like I've got a bit of a cough. <laughs> so I mean,
4: it's amazing. We've even, you know, the Bank of England has changed interest rates and done all this stuff for a, for a bad cold. What's that about? <laughs> My boyfriend does
0: trading and he's just saying that everything, is just down at the moment and it's just gone a bit crazy. I, f- I do feel like the world's Why gone a little bit crazy. About
4: blue, which is more likely to kill you or me, you know, than the coronavirus. I don't I don't get it myself I so, just don't get
2: it. but reg- kind of, i guess kind of regardless of whether or not you get it there are, is a real world effect happening at the minute I was, I was having this conversation with someone at work it's like she was exactly the same saying well, well i don't get it where everyone's panicking like it's kind of gone beyond the point where whether it matters or not if you're yes. panicking because other people are panicking so now you can't yeah. buy toilet roll you can't yeah. you can't buy pasta in the shops like it's kind of gone out of out of um out of control now do you do you think that um this is going to last a long time, that this is going to be something that we're going to be dealing with for months,
4: years. What, what, what's your? Do you think we will think not be able to go on
0: our summer holidays? <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, do you not think we get bored quite quickly? Those of us that work in the media, we're very aware how fickle it is and mm-hmm. how quickly we get bored and move on to the next thing. So mm-hmm. I'm sort of, you know, if, if we follow that trend, then it will be, we'll all get bored of this quite quickly and the next thing will come along. You know, someone, someone... <laughs> another will flu, something another
2: seasonal and, flu. Yeah,
4: you know, something else will come along and, you know, we'll all move on. That's my
0: suspicion,
4: but, um I really hope know, that's the case. I do too, and I, I mean that from the place, you know. I do hope that. I hope it doesn't turn nasty. But if you think about it, you know, for biologically If it only cracks maybe 50% of us, or actually a lot less, isn't it, older men, mm-hmm. it's going to die out pretty quickly then.
2: Yeah, I mean, they were, saying, they were saying in China today there was only something like 25 new cases or something. So it's definitely on the way in there, and, and basically the same can happen here eventually.
4: And what worries me is the government's gone, right, for a year we're going to suspend all these taxes and borrow tons and tons of money you know well that's us buggered for the next five years
2: isn't it? <laughs> well <laughs> yeah it. potentially yeah yeah so we'll be paying for this for a
4: long time
0: no, I mean, we could
3: well be I yeah. don't
4: have be all
0: gone and gone, there's talks sure. of going into a recession and all sorts of crazy things because of coronavirus so yeah and i don't think it's
3: necessary
2: uh, but it's happening. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening regardless. Now you are obviously um, a big advocate for um, LGBT community, and you do a lot of uh, um, uh, kind of HIV uh, awareness stuff. Yeah. And obviously, there. And I was actually reading today the amount of people that get diagnosed with HIV compared to um, coronavirus and stuff. But people yeah. don't talk about HIV now anymore like they do back you know, even 10, 15 years ago. No. Um, what else is going on? I, I, you've, you've been part of some research, haven't
4: you, about um, the LGBT community?
0: I'm really interested yeah, in well, this.
4: Well, this is quite interesting. And actually, I'm really pleased at the response because it's quite niche, let's mm. be honest. You know, mm. this, is, this is looking specifically at, at smoking in the LGBTQ plus community. Let's just say the gays, it's easier. Can we agree <laughs> on that? It's we can. much yeah. quicker and easier. I'm allowed to say that. So... You know, and this was looking at the fact that the rates of smoking are much, much higher. You know, we're not really targeted by anti smoking campaigns. And I think the psychology of it, I'm really into psychology. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I should be as a doctor, but I think it's fascinating because I think you know, growing up gay is not easy. Everyone would agree with that. Even if you have an easy time, you still internalize anxieties about what people are going to think and you sort of suppress part of your life. And I think we look to, to medicate, to self medicate with stuff. You know, either it's alcohol or it's smoking or it's certain behaviors, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's good. And mm-hmm. I think this is a really good example of, you know, people use smoking as a soothing effect. And because it's so highly addictive, you're not going to give up your comfort blanket very easily to anyone, are you? And I think no. this is a this is a really interesting example of how, you know, rates of smoking are so high in LGBTQ communities because it is very much a bit of a crutch, a bit of anxiety, you know, anti anxiety. I, I don't really think that's sad. ever been looked at before. Mm. Yeah, it is.
0: That's really sad, it, you know. Just because of your sexuality, you feel like you have some sort of, uh, you know, you have like stress and anxiety and stuff, and you're looking for like a relief of something like smoking, which is obviously not healthy for you.
4: Mm. And I think it's very internalized as well. I do think it's sad, you know, even if life is better for us, you still, you know, there's still news stories about people in, in Iraq being executed for being gay or pushed off buildings. It's kind of it's horrendous. Crazy. And you think, golly, that's me. You know, that could be me. Yeah, How yeah. awful. You definitely you don't can't realize. help. No, you can't help. That's got to have an effect on you, hasn't it? Yeah, you're, definitely. You know, your fellow people are being executed around the world. There's a bit of survivor's guilt involved, probably, that you're all right because of where you were born. Well, that's not fair, is it? Um, and also, you know, you do internalise this stuff. So I think we do look to substances to sort of get us through. Not mm-hmm. everyone, but but a lot of people, and that we need to focus on that. And so I'm glad this report has come out, and I'm glad people are interested
2: in it like you guys it's really important yeah yeah definitely i mean quite honestly in my group of probably like five or six Gay male friends. I'm the only one that doesn't smoke. <laughs> so like, <There> you go. <laughs> but I find myself going out with them when they smoke, because otherwise I'm yeah, sitting in the own. pub by myself or whatever. You know, like, you find
4: we have a we have this kind of slightly messed up attitude. So we we sort of worry about how we look and we buy expensive face cream. Or, I'm, I'm massively stereotyping here, but bear with me. <laughs> you know, we do all this sort of thing or you work out like crazy or whatever. Doesn't do. But actually, your behaviours are really quite unhealthy. Like you still smoke like a chimney, whether that's to keep slim or to fit in. Or to be yeah, yeah it's quite messed up isn't it Um, you know so I think trying to address that even if it's you know without explain to people why they do the behaviors that they do suddenly it gives you insight and you're then empowered you can maybe control it if you want to control it yeah exactly I think
0: so yeah this research with people there'll be lots of people that are probably you know listening or read this research and see all about it and they'll probably think ah maybe that is why you know, mm. I smoke, I Absolutely. start smoking. Because people
2: do it without, without, yeah. And mindlessly.
0: then I feel like you get some sort of clarity, and sometimes that helps you to mm. sort of overcome think, things. Oh, so. Well,
4: it, the important thing is you're kind of saying, and it's a bit, you know, goodwill hunting, it's not your fault. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah. your fault, but, but it's all right. You, you do these things because actually, you know, you do see fairly horrendous things in life that you might relate to. Yeah, of course. Um, so there we go. And I think the other thing is, is we're not very targeted by anti-smoking campaigns, as I was saying. Often they're to do with children or families or kids in cars. and. You might not necessarily relate to that so i think you know yeah. targeted anti-smoking messages would be really useful
2: there i completely agree what what
4: else all the myths about vaping of course oh, of course. oh don't <laughs> even that's a whole different <laughs> subject yeah. um yeah. Uh, what else are you up to
2: at the minute are you are, are we going to be seeing you on our tv screens
4: any yeah time? so i just did a big show on snoring which was really well received oh, I don't yes. want to... my
1: father
0: needs to watch that
4: <laughs> it was it was i thought i'll be honest so when it was pitched to me i thought oh snoring really and then you know i thought actually it's not that funny snoring it's it's because my partner snores, he'll kill me for saying that. but He <laughs> does, and it is really subtle. Yeah. You know, you're lying wide awake, thing to this trumpeting next to you, and it's kind of like, oh my god, do yeah. I dig him in the ribs? Do I not? What do I do? And so, then you're tired the next day, and it like tired, feeds into tired, you're grumpy, it. and it just persists and gets worse. So mm. we had sort of you know about five group, five couples, and it was very much about the couples and how the other person was affected too. You know, um, anyway, that's been and gone. That was on Channel 5. And I've got another one coming up about urine. Now, this is probably less, oh. you know. <laughs> about urine? It's okay, about on. urine. We all we. So this is using urine as a sort of diagnostic tool. So we can tell what you've been eating, how much you've been smoking, how much you've been drinking. Because let's be honest, none of us tell the truth about that, do we, really? <laughs> Probably if not. If not to other people, we kids ourselves. Yeah. You know, we have a little snack or we have a cheeky fag and then we pretend that we haven't and we're very good at kidding oh, ourselves. Yeah. But urine doesn't lie. Well, <laughs> urine doesn't hurt. It's not a blood test. People don't like blood tests. You can Fair. wear a pot. It's not too bad and we can analyse it and tell you exactly what you've been doing. So if you are looking to sort of improve your health but you do kind of trick yourself in kid yourself it's a really useful tool so again we get these sort of four or five couples um and we follow their health journeys so using urine as a diagnostic plus well, lots of other stuff crammed in but of course. it wasn't really interesting
2: of course well that does sound interesting yeah. um thank you so much for speaking to us uh, today and um reassuring us that coronavirus is probably not going to kill us i mean we do appreciate I that so anyway I yeah, yeah, fingers right, crossed. we'll be my we'll pleasure. be holding you to it if anything goes wrong. Well.
4: <laughs> nice to talk to you <laughs> nice to talk to you thanks nice to so much bye. bye all right Bye-bye. bye bye
2: so still shh, shh, you're all
1: alone shh, shh, shh. and so
0: Love. You wanna cry you cross you have to hope to die till it's over and
2: I don't know why, but that song always reminds me of Christmas.
0: <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, I have
2: no idea I feel like why. It's maybe been
0: on an advert
2: before. Probably that's. <laughs> but, oh yeah, maybe it was on like the M&S advert or something. Have been. That little giggle you may have heard in the background is the very gorgeous Jess Gale. Hello. Oh,
0: hello.
1: Just
2: trying to work out which mic you're on. We can hear you. Hello. Can you hear me? We can hear you. How are you?
1: I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, you, really good. I was going to say
2: fresh out of the villa, but it's not really anymore, is it? Um,
1: I've lost track of time, but I think it's like, been like a week or like a week mm, and a half. Oh my like God. That. It must have been such a whirlwind since you've been out. Yeah, you come out. This is the
2: Love Island Villa, anyone, just in case we're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's... just being on holiday. <laughs>
1: um, it's weird, like, when you're in the villa, you kind of... Sometimes you miss, like your life and whatever but when you come back it's not like the same life yeah but, different life and um, it's all good like it's just busy lots of things going on it must
0: be so mad being in there for six weeks is it you yeah, for six weeks been in there for six weeks and then coming out and almost having like overnight fame that's yeah just it is like scary are
2: you preparing for it when you're in there um, like waiting for that final <laughs> thing like
1: you know what i I just don't really think i did mentally prepare myself even for the show i was just kind of like you know go on go and have fun <laughs> yeah do no. a couple of weeks and come out um i wasn't expecting to be in there for the whole six weeks oh my weeks. god you did so well oh thank you and then you come out as well and you just don't really expect it it's like when you look at your phone you go on your instagram and even like to see like a blue tick you're like what's that yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did that happen while you're in there then so <laughs> like
1: myself yeah because
2: yeah, i guess probably there'll be fake accounts and stuff and they want to yeah, clarify yeah, which one's yours now how many followers you got now
1: um i think it's like oh, i don't even know is it six million not million six, no, six hundred yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, thousand wow. or something wow yeah, yeah. yeah. wow that's crazy
1: and that's all from six
0: weeks in a villa it's yeah, just so yeah 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 it is mad what? how was it cool. i have to ask because
1: i'm just so intrigued how hard was it when your sister had to leave oh it was honestly like i tell people like it was like the worst thing because I really did think I was gonna go um, yeah. on the first night. As soon as she left, I was like, "Right, I'm not doing this." And yeah, because you had barely
2: had—you had never been apart, really, no. had not you? No. Like,
1: and we had a feeling that we might be separated just because we point. both weren't in—and that time as well, because neither of us were in like a couple, and one person had to go. And like even before me and Eve had a conversation about it, she was like, "Oh, I'm nervous that we'll get separated tonight." And I was like, "We go—we won't get separated." As in, if you go, I'll go too. Yeah. And then when it actually happened, straight away, I was like, so "Okay." I- we're both going, but I thought you'd
2: be like, I'm staying. You're
1: out. <laughs> no, it's kind of like, do you remember like back in the day
0: on the X Factor auditions when like a brother and sister would turn up and then Simon would just yeah, go, oh, yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. you, and then they'd like argue yeah. about yeah. who was staying and stuff. It's kind of like that, it's so brutal. Like, yeah,
1: has, to, yeah. has to go, it's so
0: hard. It was probably easier for her, for her though, because she probably got to watch you every night on TV, yeah. so she felt like she was probably yeah. there.
1: In some ways, I feel like she got to watch me and see me and like see that I was okay, but then also, I feel like. When I was in the villa I was in that nice little villa bubble, I was shielded yeah. from everything. She had to come out and do like the outside world all by herself. Yeah, yeah. But I think she did like a brilliant job. Like she like she didn't want to decide on management before um, she wanted to like get my approval. Wait, so oh, she was like managing cool. everything herself. That's I so came cute. out I was like, Eve, you've been smashing <laughs> it. <laughs> so, I think I
0: met her at the NTAs. I sort of might have like drunkenly oh. rambled. Like, oh my God, it was so sad when you left
2: her <laughs> <laughs> When she came in here, it must have been two or three weeks ago. She was, it was before the final. And she was like, I'm supporting you and, Je- you and Chad. Oh, like
1: oh. What, what's going on there now? <laughs> oh, between me and Chad. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, things are really good between me and Chad. We are probably more relaxed compared to like some couples. that like, we're not actually in a relationship yet Um, you're still like seeing each other i think think it's
2: probably the best way really yeah
1: i think it's very sensible oh yeah i mean even when i was in there they like i had like talks with the girls and they're like oh do you want to make him your boyfriend but i was like realistically like at that time i'd known him for two weeks i was like i'm not making anyone who i've known for two weeks my (laughs) boyfriend um and like now we come outside the villa and everything is different so i feel like i'm kind of like getting to know him again and like head outside the yeah. villa so it's nice we're just taking it day by day it's quite yeah, it relaxed. must be different getting to know someone in that like the Bubble of the mm. villa, and then coming out yeah. to the real
0: world, and so, you know, meeting their friends, and you know, them going to work, and their day-to-day lives, yeah. and you have to sort of see if that actually works for you and yeah. fits with you. So. And I
1: think that's what we're doing at the moment. Like, obviously, I met his parents, like, I met one of his friends, and it's like it's good. It's just and... right. What there was um, rumors in the papers that you guys were moving in together—is that not true? <laughs> so I feel like that got twisted a little bit. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, surely not. So what I was saying was basically for me to move in with Chad, I would have to move out because me and Eve share a flat together so I was like I don't want to ah. leave Eve alone so if oh, that so was to your happen- sister you've
2: lived live, be known forever <laughs> exactly. like someone you've only known for a couple of months essentially <laughs>
1: so I basically was like I'm not moving away from Eve if it was to happen Ched would have to move in with me and Eve and I think they just got that bit really <laughs> so <laughs> Ched is moving in with Eve and <laughs>
2: so but, is that not happening then? I mean
1: maybe in the future but for oh, now no, like no. it's way more relaxed
2: what are you kind of hoping to do with yourself now that you're out of the villa are you are you what what do you want to do Um,
1: yeah i mean i hadn't really even thought about it to be honest you come out and like there's so many like options and so many career paths but i mean me and eve at the moment like we've had like i've been in there for like six weeks i'm like reality tv like it's quite a lot i think it is a lot (laughs) i'm gonna like have a bit of a break from that i mean maybe again like in the future but at the moment maybe just more focused on like fashion we're both really into that and like yeah just our lifestyles but we need to probably like sit down and think Uh, well (laughs) i don't think there's any rush i think just take day by day you say
2: this you say this (laughs) problem with love island is when there's another series on with new people i know
1: time's up and you
2: guys don't not time's up but you know time's running short Uh, but and you guys obviously are running a slightly different schedule to normal because you've only got six or what four five six months until the next series it's
0: gonna (laughs) be like so diluted everybody that goes on there is just yeah. so many yeah, of you guys. Like, it's kind of annoying. You guys are twins though, so I feel like they kind of stick out. Which true, uh, we that work is true. You haven't had that so far. And there are like so. a few people in each series, like, like like Montana Brown
1: or like you know Gabby Allen. Like these girls were on a series years ago, and they're still very yeah, much. True. you know. I think you just need to stay in your own lane, focus on what you're doing, and not what everyone else is doing, and absolutely just, like, be yourself. Is yeah. there anything you
2: have a passion for though, or like are you really into fashion or makeup yeah, I mean, or? I Business, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing that eventually me and Eve would like to open our own business. Like, maybe like something along the lines of like makeup or fashion. And we're both into like the gym, fitness, all of that. Yeah, there's like loads of routes that
0: you can take. I feel like there's so many options that will be handed to you as well in the next like couple of months. So it'll be good. Um, there is a rumour that I'm going to ask you about <laughs> go on <laughs> um, so the rumour has it that your sister is possibly seeing
1: a fellow Love Islander <laughs> yeah I'm Jamie. also aware of this rumour so yeah you live
2: with her so you probably <laughs> yeah. you must have all,
1: <laughs> yeah so we've been out for dinner a couple of times in Manchester just because we've been doing bits and bobs up there and they we're like oh let's make the most of it and obviously Jamie lives in Manchester okay. so he has joined us um, along with other <laughs> Islanders <laughs> ah. but no I think Eve at the moment I mean, she's like she's not really like focusing on like Seeing anyone, like that's not really her top priority. It's kind of like she's very busy, she's just focusing on like herself, like what we're doing. um Is I
0: that think- not hard though? Like when you're twins, if one's in a relationship and the other one isn't, I feel like with my best friends, True. we kind of
1: try and stay in sync, you know? Like so we're single <laughs> yeah. at the same time, we're in a relationship at the I same know, time. Yeah, because it's like me and Eve are so close, and like, I like doing everything with Eve. So it's like if me and Chad are gone on a date, I'm like, Eve, please <laughs> come, like I don't want to go without you. So like, <laughs> Eve comes along too. <laughs> Does he ever get like confused by the two
0: of you? I always worry about that, you know like if I had a twin, I always like, I say yeah, to my boyfriend, yeah, yeah. if I had a twin, would you fancy my yeah. twin as
1: well?
2: Like, you don't Complicated. Have a
1: twin, so. <laughs> I just say to him in the bed, I was like, when we come out, are you going to know the difference between me and his? But like, he says he can tell, so... <laughs>
2: There's always slight differences. We, like, we're like we like, I went to school with two identical twins, and you can always, once you get to know them, yeah, you can after tell a while. the differences between yeah. them. It's never completely identical, yeah, right? I mean,
1: I think we look different, and I think we act quite different as well, but I think it's the kind of thing when you get to know us more than you really like see it. Yeah. When.
2: Um, and what would your advice be for someone who's going to go into Love Island into the next series? Well, first of all, are you going to say, don't do it so that we can still stay <laughs> in the way? <world>? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, my friend's meeting someone tomorrow to possibly go on Love in Island. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I swear. I was out in London on Saturday and they came. the producer came up. To, I knew one of them from ITV and she was like, kind of like scouting
1: and I was like,
2: oh, my, so friend, it started. my friend,
1: my oh, friend. Yeah, I heard they were doing auditions already. I would maybe just say, I think... Um, it, I really enjoyed my time in there and it's worked out well but I don't think I properly like mentally prepared myself but I think yeah. you go in there and you just think like you know I'm going to go in dip in and out kind of thing I think properly like think about it and think about all possible outcomes that could actually happen on the show because I think it is like an experience like nothing else it's like It's not just the same as going out with your friends. I think because everyone is, like, strangers in there. Everything is different. Like, you can't have your phone. You're in a different place. Can't speak to your family. How is that? I need to ask. How is it (laughs) not having your
0: phone? I feel like I'd have, like, massive withdrawal symptoms. Well,
1: see, I'm, I'm like, the same. When I first went in there, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss my phone. But actually... I absolutely loved not having yeah. it it was like a weight lifted from lift my shoulders and I was like I feel like sometimes like Instagram and social media it connects you to people you don't actually care about yeah. people like you don't really like see that often and I was kind of in there I felt like I had so much more time because I just wasn't on my yeah. phone and you could like concentrate um, on actual relationships yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. actual conversations yeah in real life conversations, conversations. Like, I feel like if we all had our phones in the villa we wouldn't even be talking we'd just be on our yeah. phones <laughs> <laughs>
2: <We sitting> on, <laughs> on the, the dating phones. apps yeah. on your phones to so the yeah. people yeah. Um, Jess, thanks so much for coming in and speaking to us. Really appreciate you coming in this evening. Oh, thank you. Um, we would talk to you for much longer, but we're running out of time, unfortunately. <laughs> the show finishes at seven. Uh, thank you so much, Chloe, for coming in. Well,
0: that's okay. Thank you. Really appreciate it. This is your
2: first presenting experience, I believe. It is, and I'm
0: like massively oh, no. fangirling over, <laughs> <laughs> over everyone. Well, it's,
2: it's gone very well, I think. Well done. Thank you. Um, and uh, please come in again. And uh, good luck with the next series, because I know. Like you said, it's always an experience. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much, Jess. Really appreciate it. Ah, uh, until the next time, having. good night. Good night. Bye.
0: You've been listening to a Foo Bar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com.